It is, there we go. It is Saturday, October 12th, and week two of the Wednesday Night Wars era of wrestling in our life has ended. I'm Doc Joe Brown, your host of Pro Wrestling Talk for the Detroit Pistons fan, and I'm excited. This is episode 1.5. Hopefully you enjoy it. I want to get to the news first, as always, and then... It's called episode 1.5 because it's kind of like a, the main brunt of the episode is a conversation that I had with Eric when we filmed episode one, but the topic is different. So it's about things that didn't quite work out for the Pistons or in pro wrestling. We have a good, we had a great time recording it. We laughed a lot and we hope you can do the same. You, again, you can take a few minutes out your day and just really enjoy and really laugh. So I want to, sorry, you might hear my daughter in the background. She's helping me record at five months old. <laughs> I'm doing a little babysitting, a little multitasking. Last week, we talked a lot about Hell in a Cell. The basis, the premise of our episode was Hell in a Cell, talking about the scariest pistons of all time. And the Hell in a Cell actual pay-per-view was a thud. For some reason... Just don't go back and watch it. I, I don't know what else to say. One of the things that I do is I try to listen to all the podcasts, read all the news stories, watch all the Pistons games, so you don't have to. You can come here in one quick stop. Bottom line is, what I heard was Bray Wyatt was supposed to take a bump off the top of the cage. I don't know if they didn't get the permits. If he got there and was like, whoa, that sale is way higher than I think. But it didn't go down. The ending was terrible. It ended in a disqualification which, if this is supposed to be hell, I didn't think there were DQs in hell. So we'll go on. The show was so bad that they didn't even mention it on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw was a bit of a stinker, too. And it was just three hours of Tyson Fury's going to be here. Tyson Fury came, and it just wasn't that great. Tuesday, I want to give an honorable mention to some must-see things. If you're an old, old-school wrestling fan, I'm talking about, like, 80s, late 70s, the National Wrestling Alliance is back, and they have, like, a strictly YouTube show, and it's a studio wrestling show. So, basically, the wrestlers come out. They're in, like, a TV studio the size of, like, Fox News Detroit, and the wrestling ring is in there. They come out, they cut promos, and they wrestle in there. At first, I was watching it because I'm like, okay, I got to watch this for the podcast, and I'm kind of curious to see what it's like. But it's actually kind of interesting. It's a bit of a throwback. It's kind of fun. Right there, right in your face. The wrestlers cut promos and go straight to the ring. They don't have a big, long aisle to walk down. So if you're ever bored and you're just ciphering through the YouTubes, check it out. That uh, It comes on every Tuesday, I think, live. But again, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it whenever you want to. Wednesday, Wednesday Night Wars. AEW, I will say this, it's just a cooler show. It has the bigger buzz. When you're around town, I have an AEW hat, and people are like, hey, or how did you get that hat? Uh, did you watch the show? Did you go to Double or Nothing? So I will say this, just in general on Wednesday, when I was sitting there, I was just like, I'm going to put it on AEW before I put it on NXT. I don't know why, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. However, the main thing that you needed to watch from the AEW show was the Jericho promo in segment two. He's in rare form, classic Jericho, taking shots at the WWE and it's good shots, not under the table like, oh, anybody could have came up with that. NXT was great. Now, where NXT can exploit AEW is the women's division. They have better women's wrestling. AEW's 
women's match was. I'm talking about my daughter fell asleep on it. I fell asleep on it. My wife fell asleep on it. It just wasn't good. And you can tell NXT NXT can smell that because they showcase their women uh, their women wrestlers more. And also their international pool is a little bit deep. Uh, they ended on a match with their NXT European champion. So they're probably trying to pull in an international viewer. NXT lost again in the ratings, but it's good to see they know where they're better at AEW at. And they're just like, okay, we're going to try to exploit that. Uh, AEW, again, cooler show. Uh, the Jericho promo was the highlight, but it ended in another brawl. Like, let's just throw all of our stars in there at the end and see what happens. I hope they don't get used to doing that because uh, you wanted your endings to be creative. Friday night, SmackDown was the draft. The man, Becky Lynch, will be on Raw. That's the biggest highlight. Roman Reigns will be on SmackDown, which is a much better fit for him. I think he's more of a uh, fan-friendly national TV guy. Uh, more fits that WWE persona. And Be- uh, Bailey turned bad. She's a bad person now. Like She even dropped the B-I-T-C-H word on national TV. It was cool how she did it. Uh, just at the intro, it wasn't like she they had to use any like run-ins or anything or her beating up a a good person to solidify her badness. It was just like she came out and she was like, yo, this is who I am right now. She's got short hair, is black. Kind of cool how they did it. And I'm not even into women's wrestling. So uh, from a Pistons perspective, thank you for all you Pistons fans who have held on these last three minutes. Pistons went 2-1 this week in the preseason, and the games were pretty exciting. I'm just going to say this. The team is resilient. Watch the team this year if you didn't watch them last year because you thought the team was bad. They're resilient. They lost to the Orlando Magic, but I don't think that's a big deal because Orlando, for some reason, and Matt Shook pointed this out on the Locked On Pistons podcast, they've been approaching each preseason game like it's a real game, like all their starters play a lot. So And they had a little tune-up before they played the Pistons on Monday. But Wednesday, comeback victory against Dallas. Friday, comeback victory against Cleveland. And these were games that last year they would have lost. Because last year, if the other team scored the first bucket of the game, it's 2-0 Pistons like, okay, we lost. Or if the Pistons were up big, they would just let the other team come back and win the game. I'm loving the resiliency I see. The other thing everybody's texting me, well, not everybody, three people that I talk about the Pistons with, and they're like, hey, Christian Wood is good. Christian Wood is good. I would much rather see him than Joe Johnson on the team. But uh, it's just, there's gonna, they're going to have to move some things around if they want to keep him. Also, Matt Shook did mention maybe uh, they could be showcasing his talents to move him around for a trade. So I don't know. If we want to keep Christian Wood and Joe, Joe Johnson, some moving around is going to have to do. I say get rid of Joe Johnson because I always wanted Carmelo anyway if we were going to pick up an old veteran. Yeah, love what I'm seeing for D-Rose. Fun fact, there, <laughs> there's a guy on Cleveland's team named D-Wade, but it's Dean Wade. <laughs> it's Dean Wade, and it's a white guy. So that's just going to be funny to hear all the jokes throughout the season. Anyway, I've talked way, way, way too much. Enjoy this conversation between my cousin and I as we talk about things that did not pan out. And I will holla at you later. Hopefully, I see some of you at opening night. I sit in Portal 23 at the Drink Well. Stop by, holla at me, just say, hey, Doc Joe Brown, I listen to the podcast. And hopefully, we can share a beer or something like that. Well, I'll have my own beer and you have your own beer. But you know what I'm saying. Peace. All right, we're recording now. Can you say something? Make sure you hey. listen. All right, all right. So, 
This is a mini soul. All right. This is episode 1.5. We might put it up in the middle of the week next week just to give the listeners and us too cuz we're fans. We yes. we don't we don't want to walk around signing our grass. Our goal with this show is maybe we can meet a piston one day. Ask Rashid, when did he think about getting those belts? You know that <laughs> right. that would be like my highest honor. Like, Super you know, forget cool. the sponsor. We're just having fun doing what we're doing. Exactly. But Eric, like I shared on episode 1, might be the only person that I know that has just as much pistons and wrestling knowledge all in the same brain. So I know there's a play that has always pissed him off in Pistons history. So I want him to verbally react how pissed he is. Now, as a hint, this is March 28, 1993. I would have been in third grade. Oh. I would have been in third grade yes. against the Cavs, okay? Yes. So uh, I'm going to play it for him, and then I'll describe what we played. The video is only eight seconds. Okay. I have a sneaking suspicion. Okay, all right. It's only eight seconds, but verbally, I, you know, because we're not doing this on YouTube yet. Yet. But verbally, you need to take that? No, I don't. All right. Uh, we can edit that out later. <laughs> we got phone calls. We're not in the studio or anything. <laughs> right. I would like you to Gorilla. give the people listening, the fans like us, how angry you are, okay, okay. at this play. It breaks my heart. <laughs> it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, man. Do you need me to replay it? Please, play that let one me, more Let me time. play it again. Let me play it again. Now, this is an eight-second video on YouTube. Just YouTube. Folks. Isaiah Thomas bounce alley-oop to Gerald Glass. Now, if you saw Gerald Glass today, what would you do to him? I, 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 I would want to shoot him. I really would. Because how do you mess up? One of the the greatest assists I've ever seen. I've seen elbow passes. I've seen no looks. This is the elbow pass was jacked up too. By the way, oh, it that was. was not finished. You're right because wasn't it Odom? Who, but who, but that was an all star game, game. So you just let it go. Hey, they just pulling rabbits out the hat. This again, Isaiah Thomas bounce alley oop pass to Gerald Glass. That's what it is on YouTube. This is unbelievable and. I want to give a shout out to the YouTube user. His name is Jeremy Russell, who actually found out that it was March 28, 1993. Now, props to that fella. Give shots out. Yeah, to because guy. he's basically like, Gerald Glass got cut after this. <laughs> basically. Was, was basically, right, it was like. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Isaiah, this is probably one of the greatest assists of all time because it wasn't showboating. This was the appropriate play. That's the crazy thing. That's the crazy it. thing. How can a bounce alley oop be the appropriate play? Well, the only thing that would have made it worse had he missed. At least he made it, but geez, but to do it sloppily. To do it ugly. sloppily. Now, if I don't know how tall Gerald Glass is. I don't it even want to Google it. It doesn't matter. But if you're an NBA player in NBA condition and you get a pass that good. Now this wasn't now Gary Payton, admittedly. Used to throw some lobs so out, out the Kemp, way but so Kemp would make it look yes. good. Yes. That this is was true. basically, all he had to do was blow it in there with his lips. And it would have been done. A grown man, NBA talent, gets the dime of a lifetime from, I'm just going to put out there, the third greatest point guard of all time. I know I'm going to get flamed I'm for that. I'm so sick of people saying he's one of the best little men. Little men, my behind, no. he's one of the best players ever and i think there's an argument for him to be one of now to be singularly the best player of all time i i think there is 
Um, no Isaiah Thomas questions, please. All right. <laughs> who, is that, who is that from? Michael Jordan's old punk butt. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's another episode. It was the correct play. Gerald Glass. I'm 6'2". I can still throw it down. I'm 35 years old. I threw one down about a year ago at the Y. Uh, alley-oop. Wow. I mean, and you know why? Why is that? Because it was a good pass. I had to go get it. You I had to. You have to. I had to go get it. Look, I was in the hospital for the rest of the week, but I couldn't <laughs> let that guy think. I threw this guy 6'2". Right. The perfect How alley-oop. You? How dare you? Right. Miss. So. Let what me a make, hold on, let me make sure we're recording. So, what a tragedy. There's a, you're right, what a tragedy. So, Gerald Glass could not finish the play. And then to add insult to it, he wasn't sure, and he looks back. <laughs> he looks back like, did I just F that up? Did I just F that up? <laughs> what the hell? That's so, awful. And the That's sad awful. thing is, uh, the Pistons weren't good at it. We were on our downslope. Yes. We had just come off the two two peat, and you know the Bulls were having their run. The so. Bulls were having their run. So at this point, we knew, it and we're like, "Hey, we're just out here clowning. We don't have anything else to show the league. We are the bad boys." Right. Solidified all the way, and you miss Gerald Glass, man. You know, and I want to, I want to shout out something. to Gerald Glass. I, I'm sure there's not a podcast in the world that's that ever talked about Gerald. <laughs> I don't know. Not only did they mention Gerald Glass, they never mentioned that as probably the greatest assist I've ever seen in my life. And, and and well, it's not because he didn't finish. Well, well, right. it can't be. It can't be. Right. But Magic, he had, he does have some bounce passes on here that are unbelievable. Um, even in that All Star game where he supposedly froze out Jordan, supposedly, right, right. So, who is your biggest f up in resin? Who was supposed to pan out and just didn't pan out? I it got, just I got somebody for you now. He's he's been on the uh, tip of everyone's tongue here relatively recent because of uh, the network and their hidden gems section. But I'm gonna give you the name is Mega Man Tom McGee. This was the guy that Vince McMahon thought was going to be the and next the match wasn't Hulk. that great. It was not. I, I looked. Hulk. All he did was a backflip. That's all he did. I would, I really wanted to see this match. Yes, I had heard about this match for about 20 years, man. And so when they finally released it, it made me say, "Wow!" And uh, you know what? I think the WWE has great writing. They always knew where this tape was. Oh, they do. They always knew where this because tape was. Because they know where... I think it was just like a script that didn't work out. They were probably going to introduce them in the late 90s. This is just my opinion. Um, but it never worked out. Well, when Vince McMahon is ready to christen you, ordain you as the next Hogan, and you feel... I don't even believe that story. And Well, I mean... It's it's it, according to Brett, and Brett's the one thing he Brett isn't is a liar. Well, so no offense, he did get severely kicked in the head. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's not funny. Shame on Goldberg. You know what? That's a good point. Goldberg has the greatest super kick of all time. She's telling me he ended a career. He ended a career with it. He ended a career with it. So I and that's not funny. No, Brett Brett is a good guy. And no, he's no. had some hard times, but for the tongue and cheekness of this podcast. So Tom Man McGee, Mega Man Tom McGee, he's he's at the top of the list. You me. know, I I would say that I said Tom Man McGee. What what am I talking about? Glacier was terrible. He was, and, the and fact you know that what? He was a blatant Mortal Kombat ripoff. I mean, it wasn't even tried to. You know, the Road Warriors were essentially you know from the uh, Mel Gibson Mad Max movies. So wrestling characters have always been tweaked to some degree. But this was a blatant sub-zero Mortal Kombat ripoff. So we got Gerald Glass. We got 
Tom McGee. Yes. All in a room at dinner. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. That's a. That's a heck of a joke. That's a. Hell of a. Yeah. Hell of a. So the other person that I'm gonna flat out say it, who is really lucky to be employed, is one two three kid. Really? Did he ever have a title? You know, I was always of the mindset that he was one of your favorites. So to hear you no, say no, that, no, 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 no. Did he ever have a title? Sure, he had a lengthy run at the uh, European with title. the European title that doesn't exist. Doesn't Nobody exist. under twenty years old knows what that is. He knows what it is. He probably twenty five. And he was kind of like the... Shawn Michaels gave it relevance, though. He always did. It didn't and Triple H. I know you hate Triple H. No, I don't like him at all. But, um, yes, one, two, three, kid, he was sort of the clicks, quote-unquote, clicks, flunky kind of, you know, he was the guy that, you know... Did he ever even have a TV title? Remember the TV title? Alex Wright you know, I think put he some did relevance the to the TV title. WCW Cruiserweight title. I think he did. Um, so, yes... But I'm surprised to hear that, man. I thought you were down with the click and DX. And no, I'm like, saying he was lucky to be in the click. Oh, he definitely Because was. when you look at that, you're like, so uh, F-ups on the Pistons. I got Rodney White. I'm just shooting from the head. Now, okay. Remember they drafted him. Oh, man. A lot of hype. I don't think he touched the floor. He's touched the floor as much as I have, and that's been two or three times at fan events. Uh, you know, unfortunately... And this is people that didn't pan out. Well, I don't want to mix this in with our jobbers segment that we got. We got an episode coming up with um, Gaston on jobbers for the Pistons. But okay, right. uh, we got some people now on the bench. Kyrie Thomas. I hope it works out. It looks like a really good kid, but I mean, he could barely get on the floor last week. I mean, last year, right? As a rookie, maybe, maybe, or maybe it's something. Now, people that did work out, like Tayshawn Prince. Remember, they oh, kept man. him on the pine. And then when he came out, man, he came out guns a blazing like Kane. He did, and he like it was worth the hype. But still has one of the best uh, defensive plays I've ever seen in my life. The block on Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah. But this may not be uh, fa- uh, popular here. But so I'm hold on, say, let's let's keep the listeners up. Gerald Glass. Gerald Glass. We got Tom McGee. Yes. And we got uh, one two Glacier. A Glacier. Okay. Things yes. that didn't work out. And I, 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 I would yeah, yeah, you know, disaster. And disaster. Rodney White. Can you imagine being at that dinner table? Boy. Nothing would go on because they're all over. <laughs> nothing, nothing panned out. It would, well, I mean, I don't know. They need to do a table for three like three, they got right. on the network. No, no, that would be interesting. I'd love to hear what them guys have to say. Uh, but I want to throw one, one piston in here real quick. And I know it won't be uh, popular, but I'm going to say Rodney Stuckey. I couldn't stand Rodney. You know what? It never worked out. It did not. That man single-handedly destroyed the organization. The, yes, he did. Single-handedly. He did. And I swear to you, I they never could saw do a, a 30 guy for 30 on Rodney Stuckey. On Rodney Stuckey. And how he tore up the Detroit Pistons dynasty that was running from 04 he on. He did was awful. something to Joe Dumars' head to make him think. That he was the heir apparent to Chauncey Billups. The scouting report was this, he was the next Dwayne Wade. This, this man single handedly, Kenny Smith said it one time at a rookie game that he was in, traded Chauncey Billups and put Rip Hamilton on the bench. This guy. Rodney, Rodney Stuckey. Give me a break. Yeah, yes. I think we got to end on that. Rodney, Rodney Stuckey and Thomas McGee. That's it. Those are the Get guys. Get out of here. They are it. And Gerald Glass started the whole process. <laughs> he Gerald started, Glass. He started. Look, man, we, we love everybody on here is probably nice guys. We, sure. We would probably love hanging out with yes. them. This but is... Gerald Glass, NBA player, you got to throw that down. 
Not an indictment on any of these fellas' characters, but the biggest reason they gotta throw it down is because Isaiah, there's footage of Isaiah dunking easily in game. Yes. As a point guard. Yes, there is. I've even got footage of Joe Dumar. Joe Dumar in Atlanta. Yes. It was at a the Friday Omni. night. At the Omni. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was a Friday night. I can't find that footage. I've got it. But I've, you got the replay footage. I've got the I've got it on VHS somewhere. In the teal jerseys. Yes. Yes. Yes, in the yes. teal jersey, Joe yes. Dumars for some yes. reason yes. was feeling himself and scaved the rim. He got it over. He got it over just barely, but he got it. And man, I'll McNeese never forget. State, holy smoke! Well, we're gonna end. That's a mini sold. I wanted to get that in while you were here. Oh, I don't gosh. know when you'll be back by the Riverdale Estate. Gerald Green is Gerald it? Glass. Gerald Glass. Gerald Green can throw it no, down. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Gerald Green, no. Uh, Gerald Glass. Gerald Green would have put it between the oh, legs. Man, he just freaked it, came back. No, but Gerald Green, Gerald Glass, wherever you are. Thank and Thomas you, McGee uh, for, for fueling and sponsoring yes. this podcast. Thank episode. you. Yes. But it is one of the most infamous plays in Pistons history. I'm going to do you one better, man. I think it's one of the most infamous plays in professional basketball history, man. That's now, this bad. is getting recorded. Don't don't eat those words. Yeah, I will. Those are That's bad, man. That's really, really Thomas bad. McGee and Gerald Glass walk into a bar. Just finish that. <laughs> Goodness gracious, yes. And Glacier cools off their drinks. <laughs> oh, thank right. you. Right. 